0: Hi, and welcome to a Black Voice podcast. This is a space where I talk about a range of different topics, but the focus is always on emotional well being. You can follow me on my Instagram at A Black Voice, so that's spelled A B L A full stop C K voice. I post quite regularly quotes that I find inspiring, and I'm happy to have individual conversations about the episode if you wanted to DM me. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and that you find time today to do something that makes you feel good. Hi, and welcome to another episode of A Black Voice. This is Francesca, and today I wanted to talk about toxic positivity. I think that wording just flows really perfectly, like the label toxic positivity just. I don't know, you just know what it means just from the wording. But um, in case you don't know what it means, it's just the idea that um, of positive vibes only, be happy only. Happiness is the only emotion you can ever feel. Um, I find that to be really suffocating and robotic because as human beings, I've said in another episode about mood journal, and just emotions. Um, Yeah, we are humans. We will feel everything on the spectrum of all the emotions. So this idea of being positive vibes only, good vibes only, positivity everywhere. No, that's impossible. And I think by spreading the message of only being positive all the time can end up having the opposite result anyway, because it can end up being making you internally feeling quite negative most of the time because if you try to pretend that everything's completely okay that you don't feel any negative emotions and even the idea of calling them negative I don't even like because why is sadness or anger or irritation or anxiety why is that negative it's not necessarily that those things are bad they're difficult to experience for sure and they can make us feel very uncomfortable but it doesn't make them bad and negative. I think that that everything should be relabeled. The idea of positivity and negativity, the idea of dark and light. I mean, I'm going to talk about that in another episode one day about dark and light and what that means. But um, yeah, I just think the idea of, of two opposing sides, it's again kind of like this idea of binaries, like the way society tried to shape tries to logically put things into boxes of one or the other I find so rigid it's like no not everyone is either or some people are a big mixture of everything some people are both and some people are neither some people are everything it's so limiting to give someone an option of oh you can only be negative or positive like what no sometimes we're a mixture of everything it's not fair to just put people in a box like that but yeah I think ultimately the idea of spreading the message of positive vibes only, probably the idea behind it was to try to bring like about the idea that, oh, it's great to be happy all the time because happiness is an emotion that is really fun to feel. It's fun to feel happy and it's fun to feel excited. It's amazing. It's lovely feeling all the lovely feelings, right? But if you were to feel that all the time, then you wouldn't really feel it you wouldn't really understand what it means to be happy if you felt happy all the time, because it would start to just feel neutral. It wouldn't have anything to compare to. If you were happy all the time, you wouldn't, have, you wouldn't be able to appreciate it because you wouldn't feel sadness or you wouldn't feel disappointment. It's only when you feel disappointment and sadness and frustration and anxiety, only when you feel all the mixture of emotions that you could actually appreciate feeling excited and happy and joyful and all the great feelings because if there wasn't some other things to feel then there wouldn't you wouldn't have anything to compare it to and then you wouldn't be able to rank it as one being greater than the other so you need to have a mixture of different feelings because without one the other doesn't exist and without the idea of one or the other but without many you have to have options basically and i think what happens when people do say positive vibes only What I mean when I say it can lead to the opposite is that if you do, imagine if you walked around every day with a gigantic smile on your face, like how exhausting would that be? Like, I know that when I smile too much, and I'm with someone and I'm I'm having a fake smile because I do it sometimes. Like, if I um, did that the whole day, oh my gosh, my poor cheeks would be so sore. I would be like massaging my jaw because. (laughs) Wow, Holding all the muscles still for that fixture of time, like just to create this idea that I'm happy all the time. Oh my gosh. Wow. Exhausting. And that's what happens when people try to pretend that everything's great, amazing all of the time. It's exhausting. And it just makes us like suppress everything. And it just makes everything, as people say, get bottled up inside of us. And kind of getting the image of, like, these huge weights being put on someone. Like, imagine these huge weights just going, plonking down on top of, like, I don't know exactly what kind of image I'm getting in my mind. But I'm getting the image of something being squashed more and more and more. And the weight's getting bigger and bigger. And all the weights have spiny faces on them. So it's presenting the idea that, oh, everything's great, everything's great, everything's great. And it's not. And it's just pushing everything down more and more. And things are actually internally getting heavier and heavier so that's the worst thing that can end up happening that people just feel more anxious or more depressed and more sad and angry because everything's just getting pushed down and that's just making everything feel bigger and bigger because that's what's happening when you're pretending to be happy all the time i think that's what's happening when people are trying to say positive vibes positive vibes it's like no i don't have to feel positive all the time And then I'm thinking more about the reasoning why that's happening. And I think I was having a conversation with my brother recently and just the wording of don't cry, don't um, be nervous, don't be scared, don't like all this don't, don't, don't when it comes to sadness, anxiety, all these feelings. And I think as a society, we're encouraged to say these things as if it's supposed to be comforting and supportive. But when you say those things, it just makes the person feel worse or feel like ashamed for feeling, quote, unquote, bad feelings. And it's kind of like because we haven't been taught how to deal with those things. When we're in school, a lot of the time, that's what teachers would say. Don't cry. It's fine. Or adults, you just hear them say that. And that's because adults and parents and teachers and staff Haven't been taught how to validate people's feelings. They've been taught that sadness, anger, anxiety, those are all bad emotions. You shouldn't feel that. So instead, I'm going to tell the person not to feel it. Instead, I'm going to say, don't cry, don't do this, don't that. And then that's just going to make the person feel like, oh no, I'm doing something wrong. I'm feeling sad. It must be something wrong that I'm doing. I need to put on a fake smile and make other people feel better because if we go through life then, and we are going through life that way, but we're going through life doing that and making this habit and behaviour, then we're never actually releasing what needs to be released. And again, being suppressed and suppressed. And if we're suppressing our own emotions, we're not going to be able to see and validate and comfort other people when they're expressing difficult emotions. So the whole cycle gets repeated again and again. Because if you're never learning how to release and be genuine with yourself, how are you going to be able to accept someone else's genuine emotions? So I think that's where things need to start changing if we can learn to hug our sadness. And like literally when I'm feeling, um, this is a huge unlearning that has to happen with all of us. I know I'm going through this right now, but when I am feeling um, angry or sad or any difficult emotions, I prefer the word difficult rather than negative. Because difficult just embodies how it feels so if I'm feeling a difficult emotion what I'm trying to do is visualize the emotion as a sometimes as a cartoon character sometimes I'll think I'm feeling sad okay what does the sadness feel look like so I'll imagine like a blue circle or a blue chubby figure or a tiny if I'm feeling anxious maybe it'll look like a no angry that's a good one if I'm feeling angry then it'll look like a squiggly red cloud or something I'll try to think of a, a character like a cartoon character to try to represent my feeling and then I'll draw it down and then I'll try or I'll visualize it in my mind if I haven't got paper or a pen or anything um and then I'll just imagine me talking to this figure and being like I can see you. I feel I can see that you're angry. I can see that I am angry. I can see that. And that's okay. And it's I just tried to visualize either hugging the emotion or holding the emotion's hand or drawing the emotion so it can have a seat at the table. So like it's okay. I did that once when I was um not necessarily with an emotion, I did it with something else, but The thing was representing something that was scary for me. So I drew it as a scribbly line or scribbly, not line, scribbly cloud type figure. And I drew it sitting next to me. And I drew it and I imagined hugging it. And that made the thing less intimidating. It made it less scary and less, oh, I hate this emotion. I'm going to shove it down. It made it come to the surface. And it made me look at the emotion in the face in a way. And it made it all easier to deal with because I wasn't running away from it. I was looking at the emotion in the face and I was just like, it's okay, I can feel you. I'm not going to die. I'm not going to, like, not the worst thing can't happen to me because I'm facing you head on. So you're not as scary as I thought. You're not a terrible, horrible thing. You're just part of me. And that's okay for you to exist within me. And I think that's really... That's something that I'm trying to practice on a regular basis and it's really powerful and effective. And I think if we actually were taught that in schools, then that would be so much more helpful than trying to pretend that an emotion doesn't exist. That can be the worst thing to do. And it can just, it can it will end up manifesting in your body anyway. So like how people get headaches if they're stressed or if they get, their tummy starts to hurt because they're not expressing their true feelings. Sometimes people get a sore throat because they're not letting their actual feelings out. Like um this book that I read recently, Oh, The Body Keeps the Score by oh, what's his name? Van der Bolk, I think. Bessel van der Bolk. He basically and other theorists say that if you don't you're not releasing your emotions and it's gonna get stuck inside of your body. And it will come out as a headache or constipation or um, a backache, or it will come out in a physical way, and that's your body trying to tell you, release this emotion, please. You need to release this, and if you don't, then I am just going to keep getting sicker and sicker, and eventually you might have a really severe illness because you've been bottling and suppressing all of these emotions for so many years. And I feel like that's the main reason for a lot of illnesses that people have, because everything's being kept bottled up inside, and that actually does physical damage to our body. We need to be able to find ways to release our, our emotions and accept them, because if we pretend that they're not existing, then it will get locked inside of our body parts, and then it will manifest an illness. Honestly, this is this is not made up. This is real things that happen, and you can read it in The Body Keeps the Score and other books that are out there that are similar, but this is literally the case, and this is ultimately why toxic positivity is not helpful at all. So I think what's really great is if we learn to accept and invite our emotions and that makes them so much easier to just flow with. If we just if I just like, okay, I feel angry today, I'm gonna do some punching and punch a punching bag or punch my pillow or something. I'm gonna release this emotion, I'm gonna look at it in the face, I'm gonna visualize it, I'm gonna draw it, I'm gonna paint it. Either way, I'm gonna accept that this emotion is here in my body, in my mind, and I'm gonna get it out and I'm gonna ride the emotion, I'm gonna be okay. That's a much more healthier way to look at it than trying to pretend it's not there. Because pretending is only going to make you sicker. So that's all I have to say about toxic positivity. <laughs> um yeah, I will definitely be doing another episode about dark and light. That's another theme that's coming up for me that I want to talk about. Um, but that's for another episode. So thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you found that interesting. And I'll be back with another episode next week. Bye.